Are you ready to take control of your wealth and design the life you envision for yourself and your family? Welcome to Wealth of Insight with Austin Wittenberg from Wittenberg Wealth Partners. Austin guides you through the entire planning process to help you build a plan that seeks to protect your financial future. He empowers you with creative investment opportunities and planning ideas to help you understand and achieve your long-term goals. It's time to gain confidence in your financial future. Now, onto the show. All right, welcome back to the Wealth of Insight podcast. I'm your host, Austin Wittenberg. We're going to do something a little bit different today. We're not going to have a guest join us. I wanted to just talk about our firm and and how we approach periods of extended volatility like we're seeing now. And so how we can help our clients navigate this volatility, survive the bear market, and some of the sound investment principles that we tend to focus on in our firm to help, you know, when we see these these periods of extended volatility like we've seen here in 2022. So Getting started, I wanted to just take a high-level look at some of the sound investment principles that we really focus on and value in the investment work that we do, you know, of course, as part of an overall financial plan. One of the first things we like to tell our clients to remember is there's no such thing as short-term investing. We really think short-term investing is kind of an oxymoron, right? It just doesn't make sense. Investing really is a a long-term commitment to the pursuit of your goals in the future. You know, some of those goals may be in the near future, but investing as as a principle really is a long-term process. And we really feel that marking market timing doesn't work. Moving in and out or jumping around based on changes in price is really more speculation than investing. So if that's something you're interested in, you know, we tell clients, hey, go do that on your own. You can buy and sell and jump around, but that's really more of speculating than investing. Investing is a mathematical process based on the valuations of companies and what's happening where we're, you know, again, making that long-term commitment and, and focus. And that, you know, a little bit of that is just managing risk as well. And this might this next one might sound a little bit funny, but we really think optimism is key in investing because investing is challenging. There's going to be periods of volatility, and there's always crazy things going on in the world that can make us a little nervous. But having the historical data that we have now that the markets in general have have trended upwards and optimism that that will continue to keep happening can help keep that long term perspective for clients. And, you know, it's important to know there's so much information out there, but information is not necessarily knowledge. And just because, you know, there's information and we we know all the statistics and all the information about our economy, maybe more than um, people did in the past, the market still can move opposite to the way that you may think it's going to move. And lastly here, just some of the traditional rules of investing, we still believe in it and we think can still add value. Um, you know, there's obviously tweaks that happen along the way and we want to make sure we're staying current with where the markets are and where the economy is. But things like diversification, patience, following your plan and maintaining that long-term perspective are core elements to our investment principles here. Those are the principles that we instill in all of our clients and all our portfolio portfolio so that we're prepared for 
bear markets and for market volatility. We really want to make sure our clients are diversified and prepared in advance of the volatility rather than in response to it. If we're, do, if, if we're just reacting constantly to each day's movement, um, that's when bad decisions can be made. But we, if we stick to our values over the long period of time, you know, then, then you're really on, you know, you were staying on our, on our plan. So let's talk real quickly just about bear markets. So a bear market is, you know, we officially reach a bear market when the stock index, typically we're looking at just the S and P 500. It's what most people are familiar with, but um, when that index reaches bear territory, it means it's dropped at least 20% from its most recent high. So that's something that we've seen this year. We had the high in January 3rd, and we've come down 20% and now even a little bit lower from there. So that's technically what a bear market is. Now, bear markets are normal. There's been 26 bear markets in the S&P 500 since 1928, and there's been 27 bull markets or when the market is going you know, in positive direction over that period of time. So it is fairly common. Um, and fairly normal. And bear markets tend to be short-lived. So the average length of a bear market is 289 days, whereas the average length of a bull market is about 991 days. So in, in comparison, the bear markets really aren't um, long relative to, to those bull markets, but they do feel painful, certainly, because you're, you know, you're looking at your account statements and the values continue to go down. But this is where it gets really important. And this is maybe where the most critical mistakes are made by investors surviving these bear markets. Half of the S&P 500 index's strongest days in the last 20 years occurred during a bear market. And another 34% of the best days took place in the first two months of a bull market. So really early as the market started to go the opposite direction. So that was you know, before we knew that we were going to head in this bull market direction. And that is what is really, really critical to your overall investment success in the long run is just staying invested over the long run. And so there's a phrase that we use that's called time in, not timing is what um, is how to have success in the, the investment markets. And it's that concept of the a lot of the times during a bear market, those best days happen in the bottom of that bear market. So BlackRock, who's one of the largest investment firms in the world, they put together a study. Now, this was going from two, the year 2000 to end of 2019, so a 20-year period. We don't have the newest data here, but they looked at if you invested $100,000 on January 1st of 2000, and held that all the way till December 31st of 2019, you would have $324,019 in your account at the end of those 20 years. If you missed just the five best days in the market, so five days over 20 years, right? So that's a really small amount of days you would only have $214,950. So more than a $100,000 difference over those 20 years if you missed the five best days in the market. And as we just discussed, half of those best days occur during the bear market in the on the down, you know, when we're in the bear market. And so it's really critical that as we, you know, even as your accounts are going down, knowing that there are still these good days in the market. Now, if you miss the best 10 days, 
you only have $161,706. So half as much money just by only missing 10 days over a 20-year period. So again, it just reemphasizes really how critical it is to stay invested so that you're not missing those best days. And if you're hopping around, chances are you're going to miss one of those best days, right? Now, most of our clients and most people aren't just invested 100% stocks, right? That's really, that's an aggressive strategy. You know, some people have the stomach for that, but a lot of people still like to balance their risk. You know, I mentioned diversification earlier and risk, you know, so we take risk management really, really seriously to make sure that clients know how much risk is in their portfolios. I don't know that I know who said the saying, but I, I always remember hearing, you know, it's, it's when the tide goes out that you figure out who isn't wearing a bathing suit, right? And in the investment markets, when the markets are heading down, when there's volatility, you find out who didn't realize how much risk they were taking. And so as we're working with our clients through diversification and using some of the tools, I think we've talked in the past about a tool we use called Riskalyze to help us manage and show our clients the risk in their portfolios. And that's really important to help set proper expectations and to help keep people on plan. If you know how much risk is in your portfolio and you know what to expect during periods of down markets and up markets, then you can know, okay, you know, the market is down. We're in a bear market now, but I knew going, you know, I knew my portfolio was designed in a way that I could I could have a 15 or 20% loss and still be on track for that plan. So all of it comes back to, to planning and looking at your risk management and setting realistic expe expectations. You know, and that, as I mentioned, that diversification and knowing and having ex realistic expectations for your investments helps you stick to your plan and helps leave the emotions out of it. Um, one of my favorite quotes is from Warren Buffett where he says you should be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. And that contrarian approach has, you know, has worked well for him and worked well for investors of all types, you know, over the years. Um, there's a consumer confidence chart that goes all the way back to the 1970s that JP Morgan, well, um, JP Morgan provide, you know, they, they give us the data on this statement that the, consumer confidence studies done by the University of Michigan. And they've going back all the way to 1970. They've they've been tracking each month consumer sentiment. So they're doing a survey. How do you feel about the economy? And since that time, there's been eight troughs or eight lows in terms of consumer sentiment. And then uh, contrarily, there's been eight peaks as well. So if you look at the average subsequent 12-month return from those sentiment troughs, so when people think that they're the, least, they're the most pessimistic they could be about the future of the stock market, the average 12-month return from that point is 24.9%. So that sort of maybe proves um, Warren Buffett's quote there a little bit true that you know when when people are the most fearful is the time to be you know i don't necessarily like the word greedy but you get his point right that we want to be taking advantage of the the times when people are most fearful if you look at the sentiment peaks or the tr the 12 month return of the s&p based on those peaks of when people felt the absolute best about the economy and stock market that 12 month return is only 
the average 4% from those sentiment peaks. So, um, you know, still positive. That's what we like. We, we know over time, the markets continue to go up, but there's really some opportunities to be had in those sentiment peaks and when people are the most fearful. Um, and that again, leads back to making sure we don't miss those five days and missing those five days, as I mentioned, can be really painful. Um, Dalbar is a, uh, a firm who they've done research on how, you know, investment returns in all the different categories. So what did real estate do? What did the S&P 500 do? What did bonds do? Homes, et cetera. Um, and they've been tracking this data going back a long time as well. And they look at, okay, here's what each of the mutual funds and here's what each of these asset classes did. And then here's what the average investor did. So they, and the way that they track that is they track investment flows out of mutual funds so if someone's selling a stock fund and, and going to a bond fund or vice versa, they're able to track that and then look at the performance. So, you know, again, over a 20 year period. So this is, uh, we don't have the 2022 data here yet, but from 2002 to 2021, if we look just at the S&P 500, it averaged 9.5%, but the average investor only averaged 3.6% over that time. And the reason being is they're moving around and when, when things get scary, they're, you know, they're moving from stocks to bonds or vice versa at the wrong times and just letting their emotions drive their investment decisions, right? We want to make sure we're not letting our emotions drive those decisions. Usually people, you know, back to that sentiment chart, people want to buy into the stock market when everybody's happy and, and things are feeling good, but that's, you know, people where you're buying high, you know, we want to, over the long run, we want to make sure we're buying low and selling high as opposed to buying high and selling low. And if we're using our emotions and letting our emotions dictate that we typically do that in reverse. So, you know, hopefully all of this data here, it was, it's helpful as you look at your investment portfolios this year in 2022, realizing, Hey, you know, we have we are in the middle of a bear market, but if I just hang on and we stick to our strategy, stick to our long-term game plan, things are going to work out in the end, really maintaining that long-term perspective and knowing that you know some of the best days that you'll see as an investor happen in these bear markets. And in the you know, as you uh, divide those out and, and add those up over the course of your investment life, it can make a really significant difference in your portfolio. So, um, like I said, help, I hope that was helpful today. If you're curious about how much risk you have in your investment portfolio and you'd like us to do a free analysis, we'd be happy to take a look at your portfolio, let you know where your risks are and and how you can expect your portfolio to, re, to perform during certain times. That way you have good expectations and help, you know, that can help you stick to your plan. If, if, and if you have any other questions or you'd like to learn more, please check out our website at wittenbergwealth.com or you can text me at 801-839-7056. Please remember to, to subscribe to the Wealth of Insight podcast and share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening to the Wealth of Insight podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Stratos Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor. Stratos Wealth Partners and Wittenberg Wealth Partners are separate entities from LPL Financial. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest 
and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wittenberg Wealth Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.